Well, in Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright finds out about one specific area where AI technology is being used successfully. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. We talked a lot on Money Talk about the rise of AI, including looking at some of the ways it's being used to help change our lives for the better. One area which is already using AI successfully is the healthcare sector. And I'm joined today by Andrew Merrilies, Managing Director at Booper International, to find out more. Thanks for joining me today, Andrew. Hi, Caroline. Lovely to be with you. Thank you for uh, having me. It's great to have you on the show. So tell me a little bit about how AI is already being used in the healthcare sector. What areas is it useful for? I think I would start by saying AI is still really at its infancy. So so there's lots of areas that's being used in today, and I'll talk about a few of those in a second. But I think we are still right at the beginning of the journey. Um, it is starting to rapidly transform the way healthcare is being delivered, in, in my opinion. But, but we're still in very early days. So... Yeah, one of the areas I would say that um, AI is being used currently is in data and analysis. So the healthcare sector has really huge volumes of data, as you can imagine, things like patient records, images, population data, claims, clinical trial data. AI technologies are really helping us you know, start to analyse that data, look for patterns that humans may find but might take a lot longer to find on their own. So the applications we see in there are, yeah, how that's going to help with preventative and more accurate care, improved and accelerated sort of customer experiences. And the one that I'm really excited about, and maybe we'll get to talk a little bit more about today as well, is personalised offerings. I think the healthcare sector, whether that's treatment or insurance companies like Bupa, you know, I think generally try to treat the core illnesses, you know, the cancers and the heart disease. But what we're moving towards, I think, is much more personalised healthcare for um yeah for each of us as individuals which which i think is really exciting and and certainly um is going to hopefully lead to better clinical outcomes for everyone so so we start to see a few other areas as well we're seeing things like um ai being used to summarize medical reports and and start to interpret data so things like radiography a lot of radiography um scans are using ai technology now, to actually give much better clinical diagnosis. So what we see in there is the less chance of human error. And so, you know, I think there's some really exciting areas. I guess probably linked to this, what we see with AI is not necessarily replacing workforces. When we look at our you know, workforce planning for the next few years, we only see our headcounts increasing. Um, but maybe jobs start to look a little bit different and there'll be more jobs potentially where we're starting to see people um, using more data and analytics analysis rather than traditional jobs like maybe claims payment or, or basic admin. So, so I think it's a really exciting time, but we are very much at the start of the journey. It's a common thing I've heard a few times around AI is that because we've had lots of scare stories about it taking all the jobs away, but I'm glad yes. that you you said the similar thing of actually what it'll do is it'll help streamline processes and possibly take away some of the more sort of nuts and bolts of things and let people who are specialists concentrate on their specialisms. Now, let's dive a little bit more into what you mentioned there about the personalization of AI. So, mm -hmm. so what can it do to help you and really tailor the experience you get as an individual rather than just someone with a specific healthcare need? There's lots of different areas I could take the answer to that, Caroline, but maybe the one I'll start with is to say we're all very conscious of our data, right, and we're very worried about privacy, and, and, and all of us are potentially a little bit concerned about where AI might lead to in terms of data privacy and, 
and how we use that. I also get quite excited and very passionate to think about in the future, what if we could do something that gives a really early indication of someone potentially developing a chronic disease? So for example, let's just say I had a blood test yesterday and my GP sees that I've got a precursor to diabetes or maybe some sort of heart disease or cancer. What I think is really exciting about it is where AI can actually help interpret some of that data and then to your question, start to build a personalized treatment plan for me, which might get me into much earlier intervention of seeing a specialist or enrolling me in a chronic disease management program and then helping me manage that journey the whole way through the ongoing treatment. So most of those chronic diseases are with us for a sort of a lifetime and we need to continue to have treatment and medication. At the moment, it's very generic, right? You go back to see your GP once a month or once a quarter to get your next round of drugs. I, I think there's better ways we can do that. We're starting to think about having medications delivered to your home or workplace. We're starting to think about that personal treatment plan being much more tailored. So, so I think detection is, is one where we can get much earlier interventions for people. And, and you know, we all hear those stories. I'm actually going through a similar situation with my father at the moment in cancer treatment where it was a late diagnosis. And, and unfortunately, late diagnosis often doesn't lead to great outcomes. So I think the early detection is really important. I think the other big one is just diagnosis. So, so we see companies like Google and IBM investing huge money in technologies that are AI basically mimicking the human brain and potentially thinking about how we speed up breakthroughs in healthcare as a result of that. So, so there's lots of areas that we could talk about, but they're two for me, I think, early detection and certainly then starting to think about how can we get diagnosis as much more accurately as a result of some of this AI technology is, is incredibly exciting. No, I think it's absolutely fascinating what, what it can do. And it's really interesting to hear what you have to say there. Now, one question I think a lot of people might have about all of this is, is it going to cost more or less to have AI helping with healthcare? <laughs> so, so, so on this one, I, I'm going to tell you that I honestly don't truly know the answer to that. So <laughs> I've been in this healthcare space for nearly 30 years now. And for most of that time, yeah, there's been things like robots in the healthcare space delivering some sort of um, technological advancement. And it hasn't really brought cost of treatment down. I mean, if you look at your cost of medical care today, it's much more expensive than it was three years ago, five years ago or 10 years ago. And so I think medical inflation continues to go up globally. And so whilst there's a lot of talk and a lot of hope that AI is going to help reduce the cost of healthcare, I think at the moment, I'm still a healthy skeptic on this one. I, I think there's still always going to be a lot of cost pressures in the healthcare system. It, it certainly has the ability, I believe, to help us speed up treatment, get earlier interventions like I talked about before. And that should inevitably help with some cost containment. But I do think we will still run through a period of time where the costs are likely to continue to go up as these new technologies are being released and then potentially there's an inflection point into the future where we will start to see the benefit of the technology reducing the cost. But, but I suspect, suspect in the short term, you know, the next three to five years, the technology will probably still drive increasing costs before we start to get the volume and scale within there that, that is going to help, you know, as you rightly ask, will, will it bring costs down? I think there'll be a balancing point in time where that does start to happen. And in the meantime, 
we'll see investment going into areas like drug development and predictive analysis, which will have an initial cost attached to them. But over time, we'll potentially um, start to hopefully see some cost reductions across the system. But there are some areas where there will be immediate impact. So I, I think in things like automating administrative tasks, we'll immediately get some benefits there. And there'll be some areas like remote monitoring of healthcare, where doctors will be able to monitor patients remotely, meaning a patient doesn't need to physically come into a clinic. Those sorts of things will have an immediate impact in some cost reductions. But, but the broader healthcare sector, I think, still will go through a, a large investment period before we see that. Fantastic to get your insights. Thank you for joining me today. That's Andrew Merrilies, Managing Director at Bupa International. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, Andrew, and thank you, Caroline.